Welcome to the first Mixtape Madness podcast with your well-respected website team. Hey. <laughs> I don't know uh, what to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think what we'll gather is that we're all very kind of socially awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro, I was literally thinking well. we should call it the Shire podcast, but I'm not even. <laughs> <laughs> because we're all introverts. I'm Hibba, editor-in-chief of Mixtape Madness, and... I'm Joe, um, writer for Mixtape Madness. I'm Harvey, a music journalist. No, why do you add the music journalist? <laughs> 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 Keep <that> <laughs> uh, I'm Jesse. I don't know, I'm trying to add a little spice <laughs> to my way, like Harvey, you know what I mean? Uh, no, nah, I'm just... You're a journalist. Yeah, journalist. but I'm not... Do I do it? But we all do different things as well. Yeah. Yeah. Even you saying that you're a writer, you're not just a writer. Yeah, I do a bit of fashion PR. Yeah. Bit, bit of writing elsewhere. T- tell us more, Joe. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do some bits for Bape. Oh, yeah, I do um, too. I mean, That's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, good little team we got going on here. No, for real, creative team. We got Harvey, rapper, photographer. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you not saying anything? I'm not saying any more on that topic. Too. Are you not going to rap? Think, no, not this time. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe week two, week three. I thought you were here to see you perform. No? Jesse's perform. Let's, 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 let's keep it out. Let's, <laughs> can we start off um, <laughs> by jumping? Bro, I, know, I know you rap. What the hell? No, you didn't cool, know he raps? Really? No, I know he raps. No, yeah. I do know he raps. Yeah. Did. Or raps. Yeah, I'm retired. I'm retired. I'm retired, bro. I hung my boots on. <laughs> Seriously, I didn't know you rap until you came up on my for you page. So you swear? Yeah. Oh, you know what? I was what? like, wait, why is it kill reposting I know, I saw, I saw. Did you repost <laughs> yeah. that? I swear, I swear. Actually, I, I did say a TikTok of Harvey. Right? You guys acting all promiscuous. I just saw all, <laughs> all, all mysterious. <laughs> Getting baited out in the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I the podcast, it's quite wrong. No, it was actually good though. Actually. actually. Yeah, go on. What? Actually. I'm just saying, no, she said actually before. She was expecting it to be shit. No, I wasn't expecting you shit. You're making it out like I'm taking the piss. Like, mm. it was good. It was very good. Mm. But yeah. Anybody else have any secret fellas? Um, not really secret. Just talent. Talent. Oh, talent. <laughs> um, I've I, uh, got bendy elbows. <laughs> <laughs> double jointed. But nothing I crazy. I double jointed as well. Yeah. I can't do that. Yeah, weird farms and stuff. Yeah. A secret for a reason, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> give them all up. We'll find out episode six of the podcast with your talents now. Right, so what should we start with? K trap can we jump straight yeah. into the K trap and Hoodie Want It? Yeah, actually, let's go. So let's do it like a song for you, song by song type shit. Yeah, I think obviously what I was saying was um, like I respect the tape, I respect what is it, number three right now, currently. Yeah, I think it's going to be number year. three in the um, charts. Yeah, and I respect that a lot. It's just not our sound. So mm-hmm. I don't know if I can even speak too much on it. Strength to strength. But you know what? There's a big conversation around it right now where people are saying that it's actually brought drill back to life. Yeah, it's an interesting one because, like, I think there's not, like, it is more my sound than it's your sound probably. Yeah. But, like, I don't think there's a bad song on there. Like, it, there are points where it gets, like, a little bit samey. But then I think putting the clavish song in the middle kind of like brings it all back together and then it just like has it like a second wind in it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it like Hedy and K-Trap are like two of the biggest artists in drill so for them to be 
on a tape together anyway. I think it is good for the genre. Yeah. It's interesting, though, because obviously the last, what, like 18 months, people are saying Driller's dead, Driller's dead. And now, yeah, but now you've got a project that's in the top three in the charts. Like, how dead can it be? Obviously, I know those two artists, they have a lot around them. <laughs> I was going to say something worse. Not to, not to say... Sorry, bro. Oh, wait, it's, saying, it's, it's, fine, it's fine. But, like, you know, like, when a star dies out, it has, like, a... It's, it goes supernova, it? Like, it has one last big block. Not to say this is that, but, like, it's along those lines where is not just going to die out with, like, a whimper. Like, you're still going to get quality on the way out, but this, this is just another example. So you think this is, like, the last of it? Was not it? the, the last, last. Not the last. Not, not like, the definitive last, last. Like, there's going to be some other that comes out. But, like, yeah, like, I don't... The way the UK is moving, the way the UK scene is moving, even, like, just UK society, like, politically, like, Drew is not going to be able to, like, be okay. Right. You, you can't can see that with the with how they cancelled the show. Obviously, they didn't go into detail why the show was cancelled, but by looking at Heady One's um, caption of the Heady song, yeah, I know. You can all guess why that happened. And that happened last year with Digger as well. Yeah, Digger can't even perform right now anywhere in the UK. And like that, obviously, like plays a big part in like drill dying yeah. and stuff. But also, like just musically, I think like for the last one and a half, two years, like, it's become oversaturated, like, there's too many people, like, jumping on the sound, and then also with, like, sample drill as well, which, like, blew up last year, it was, like, it became so, like, there was, like, no real, like, artistry involved, it was just, like, rip off a song which came out, like, ten years ago, and then, like, changed the words and the chorus and stuff, it was, like, what, not interested at all. And there's virtually no sample drill coming out anymore. Yeah, because it's just like it's been done now. Mm-hmm. But like, I think in terms of like production on this tape, I think Emma on the beat is like sick throughout. Everyone else who does production on it is has like done really well. I think Parchin Wise is a standout. Um, I think Triple Threat with Clavish is a standout. I like Lace Them Up and like the Street X and the Street at the End as well. I think those are my favorite ones. I was gonna say, personally, I think the Triple Threat tune, McClavish, that's the everyone is talking about that song. Yeah, we'll see, but um, like, it's the Clavish strength to strength is good as well. Personally, um, yeah, I like that one as well. But I feel like the tape kind of it starts off great, gets a bit midish in the evening, and then it finishes off great as well. So the first and the last track to me are also uh, standouts. How many songs is it? Ten. You know what? That I will give them that though. That's a good length for a project. Oh, it's thirty minutes. Like I was saying before, it's like perfect. You can play it and you'll be like, oh shit, it's done. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Even like Clavis drops his tape at the start of the year. That was a joke. There's like twenty four songs. Like I've, there used to be like some kind of like quality control, yeah. but like I think it would have been a better tape if it was like twelve of the best songs on there. Like yeah. there's no need for that, that length. I can see why people do it though, because like if if you release more songs, you get more streams and you get better numbers. So, like, that's why it happens. But, like, I think it's better if products are, like, 10 to 15 tracks long. Has anyone gone back to that tape? Like, Clavish one. It's too much. There's too, like, not, I'm, like, I don't think anyone's going to listen to that, all the, like, front to back. Like, there are good songs on that. I liked Four of Us with Young's Teflon, Tiny Boost, Rimsy, and then a couple other good ones, the Fredo one. But, yeah, when it's that long, like, unless you're, like, top top of your game like no one's 
gonna be listening to that all the way through. It's twenty eight tracks, like no skits. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's twenty eight songs. Yeah, Jesus. Too long. I don't Jesus. think I've even finished that listening to that project. I want to be like controversial, but like, I don't, there's very few artists just out there right now, but especially in the UK, that have like earned a right to make me listen to 28 songs. Yeah. Like, you have to earn that right for me to like give you that amount of attention. Is there anyone that you would actually listen to 28 songs of a project? No, like, if Michael Jackson dropped 28 songs today, <laughs> I'm not listening to that. That's way too long. Way too long. <laughs> <laughs> just to pull Joe up on what he just said, actually, he said um, that if it was twelve songs or if it was twenty-eight songs or whatever, you can see why people do it because it gets them more streams. But does it? Does I it mean, really? Because nobody's going to listen to twenty-eight songs. No, all obviously, the way obviously, people aren't going to listen to twenty-eight songs all the way through. But like, if you look at the Clavish tape, there's like so many features on there, and then like on Spotify or whatever. Like, if that. If people like click on the other artists, mm-hmm. like it will go, it will take them to that page, and then they'll get more listeners. So that's why, that's partly why people are doing like collab tapes right now because it can like tap into different audiences. But like, I think that's why people release like the, all these big albums with like mm-hmm. a lot of features on. But even in like the, the reverse of that, like with the Heady One and K Shot uh, tape here, it's ten, it's ten tracks for eighteen minutes. I can spin that multiple times. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then you can kind of like. Go back to it and listen to it. You actually know again. what you're listening to yeah, as well. You exactly. get the tunes. The tunes get stuck in your head, but that's not going to happen with 28 tunes. Yeah. So, do you guys think this is like one of the best collab projects to come out of the UK? Or and if not, what do you think was? I think that Skepta Chip and Young, young Ads project one. doesn't get enough. I feel I like that. Yeah. I don't see your thing with. Heady one and K trap young ads for me is just like not my sound. Like I don't like I don't really I'm not a fan of deep, like obviously I respect them, like they've done yeah. crazy stuff, like headline and wireless, whatever. But it's not for me. But I thought Chip on that one was yeah. actually sick. Like he he like rang, ra- ran rings around yeah. a lot of people. Um who else? The Dave Central C one this year. Yeah, that's good. Um oh, yeah. I think that was good. Mm-hmm. Um Sprinter, I think arguably Song of the summer, or song of the year so far. Yeah, um, Do you not think it's it's not? You can't. I'm not calling that song of the summer or song of the year. Like it's it's a good song. It was a moment, a big moment actually. But song of the like if that's that's what someone's saying to it. Like if that's the song of the summer. No wonder the summer was so shit. Like, you know what I, mean? <laughs> like, I, know, I thought that song was good. Yeah, um, I thought it was good. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah I think song of the like, song of the summer is like so a what big was your song of the what summer? was your song of the summer? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't like I haven't been like super impressed this year with music in general but like I feel like that's, that was a big theme like I don't know maybe I'm on Twitter too much but like I saw a lot of people just say like yo we don't really have a song of the summer mm-hmm. so like it makes sense why people see Sprinter like that yeah. I think I've, yeah Sprinter who told you Jay Huss and Drake but then the Drake verse in the middle like yeah. oh god but even yeah. with that song I think they, they try to force that song on yeah. us it's like, growing on me though do you think I didn't yeah. like it when I, I first heard it but now, now I love it I, can't I think I liked it for like two weeks like in the middle, I hated it when I first heard it, and I was like, "Okay, cool, this is cool." But now they've just—I feel like they forced it in every motive, every event. But if I still, if I hit it out, I'm bopping. Yeah, same. Yeah. 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 Um, so what's the best collab? I've got a controversial one to throw into the mix, which I don't think anybody would agree with. But um, Heady One and Fred again, which came out. Charades? Oh. Was it Charades? Oh. 
Charades, what a charades is a good song. What? Oh, I didn't like. I didn't like the rest of that take. Yeah, that rest of that, he was, he was trying too much. I loved that. See, take, I don't know. Yeah. I thought that is one of the best. That, that's one of my favorite Heady One projects, if not my favorite Heady One projects. But in terms of that project as a whole, although we're not talking strictly about drill, what that did for other genres of music, like techno, electronic music, like how many more mm. people now now work mm. with drill drill musicians? Yeah. You got Skin on Skin. Who did the Savo and Horrid one? They did the um, Eye for an Eye, the remixer, and now obviously all the Fred Again stuff. I saw Quingface. Um, uh, yeah, Quingface and Overmono. Overmono were working with loads of drill artists. Yeah, that was viral recently. Yeah, that was hard. And Joy Orbison. Oh, it's, was it Freedom? I think it's Freedom. Um, but that's a great tune as well. And that's that's from, in my opinion that's all come from that project because nobody would have put that style of production with rap vocals necessarily back then, but now it's becoming somewhat the norm. Mm, yeah. I think you should probably preface drill rap, because like, I'm pretty sure you can find like house with rap. Mm-hmm. Like you pro- yeah, like no, exactly, yeah, exactly. Not yeah. even like house, but like electronic music, like you probably have uh, ASAP Rocky and Skrillex giving a couple of tunes. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah. I drill. even really liked the, the cover art of that project, actually. Yeah, it was cold. And the visuals for... Um, as well, yeah. Right? yeah, no, it was, it was like I think it was like a good idea, and it's definitely I definitely agree with you that it's influential. But I think as a whole, it was like almost like too experimental for mm-hmm. Hedy at that point. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think he like was quite there as like a rounded artist to make it fully work. But I think Charade could be one of his. Do you best, think? But then he released songs. that um, that project before music. Music S Road. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's I think that's probably his best. That was project. more rap. That was like. Right but that was very experimental. I think that was more experimental than uh, yeah than the Fred again one. I I just it was yeah I don't know. Do you know what I, I mean? Because I remember when it came out, people on Twitter were cussing him. Yeah. Like, what is this? I think like with it's the auto tune. The, the heady uh, one Fred again thing is like normally when uh, artist links up with a producer to do like a collab tape, like it's mainly like shine a spotlight on the artist, but it's almost like as much yeah. Fred again as it is heady on that one. That again, oh, where's the what experimentation? Is, what the music? Yeah. I feel like it was just. I feel like it was just a, a project. I didn't yeah, think it was that experimental. I didn't really see. I guess because that was like his first one outside of proper drill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So when it first came out, everyone was like, Whoa. I think it worked. Though. It was different. Like, it was different. Like the music, the the titular song, like the music, uh, it's real. So I love that sample. Yeah. I, mean, Actually, I was gonna, I was gonna do it, but I was like, Nah, I don't need that. Copyrights. <laughs> 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 uh, but you know what? I was looking at that. I was looking for that kind of experimental vibe. Not even experimental vibe. Just that kind of like outgoingness from Dickinson tape. Mm-hmm. Like I was kind of disappointed with that tape. You know, I was talking about um, the skits or like interviews on um, Clavishes, like, and there's none. Yeah. Bro, <laughs> some of the stuff that they was trying to do is like. Not to say like you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't try to like evolve your artistry, but like not everybody needs a two minute orchestral intro. Like not every like like I feel like people a lot of people are just doing it to do it. Like that's the thing. Okay, yeah. When I'm at this stage of my career, from this is what evolution in artistry looks like. Getting like live instrumentation, you don't necessarily need that. Like I I I agree to an extent. Like. I think what Heady One and K Trap have like tried to do on this record and like arguably they have done is like try and like define and like perfect their sound 
and like there's it's not like like you're saying they're not getting like an orchestra and like it's not that experimental but like it's like quality drill music and like i think i think people like i think even like h's album last year like I, um close to home i think like he didn't stay in his lane as much as he probably should have done. There was like too much. It was too much. Like, oh, I need to make a like acoustic song. I need to like if people like perfect their like own sound and like go from there. I think it's a good. Even like K Trap's tape last year with Blade Brown, which I thought was sick. Like, it was like it wasn't like crazy experimental, but like they both know what they're good at. Like, no one really talks about that tape. I don't know, I feel like that one... I don't think anybody really talked about the tape as a whole, but obviously there were a yeah. couple of tracks off of it, but they started the bar higher. Especially with, like, they came off joints, the first joints. Yeah. The first joints were so cold that the second one had to do yeah. something really big to try and make that attention again. But terms of what, Extra Time was a big moment. Though. Yeah, mm -hmm. Extra Time was, was a big. whole Soho, like, yeah. Chapstar thing. Yeah. Um, and then, who else? Young Staff on Tiny Boost tape this year, which was decent. I think they've got really good chemistry. Like, have, have you seen the Three Star and Kenny All Star? Mm -hmm. One extra. I think they, they're like really sick together. Tape was like very good. I thought it was decent, but um, it's like it hasn't been quite hit the high, so I wanted it to hit. But they got some good features on there. Um, but yeah, it seems to be like a growing trend to do these collab tapes within the UK scene. So it'll be interesting to see who comes next, really. Sorry, I was wrong. It's number four for Headbanger and K-Trap. It's number four. But then again, you have to think, number one is Kylie Minogue, number yeah. two is <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo, and number three is Doja Cat. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, that's exactly. actually impressive. Yeah, and like, um, obviously, people, like Kylie Minogue's audience are people who are going to buy CDs, which is like yeah. how, how you get like the biggest chart things. Yeah. Eddie Warren and K-Trap have been like up and down the country this week doing like meet and greet sound yeah. CDs. So like, Respect to them for getting top five, definitely, because like you said, the people above them are like very well established, got a lot of people behind them. A lot of people behind them, like Doja Cat, like, did you see her marketing thing? Yeah. That was insane. Yeah, how she's been. Your face. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> disgusted. No, 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 like, I, I, can't, I didn't really, like, I saw everyone, like, getting all riled up about her and stuff. I didn't really pay attention too much. She, her music's not for me, for sure. I hear that. But yeah, I haven't I haven't taken the Doja Cat one in, but apparently it's different I to what she's normally done. It's like, like more like rappy than poppy. Yeah. Oh, I will say that that was it. What's that song called? The Town Red song. Hey, the Town Red. Yeah. I wasn't expect like I was. Like, I know she can rap, but like she hit a sweet spot with like using that sample and a nice catchy flow. It's like very catchy. It's a very catchy song. Yeah. Very catchy. She doesn't. She does not class herself as a rapper. I think she does now. I think that's what she like. Okay. This rollout's been about. Like she's like had a like taken aim at like some of her fans, like this stand culture of music right now, and like she's like basically said that she hasn't enjoyed making any of like her main pop songs, and like she doesn't like find enjoyment in like that kind of music, and like mm. this is like what she actually wants to do. I think she's really good. What do you think about that though? Like, I feel like maybe not so much in the UK, but like in America, artists get to a certain point, well, like rappers sp uh, specifically get to a certain point, and they just say, Yeah, I'm not a rapper anymore. I'm an artist. Like, all they want to go do other genres and then they shit on it. But like, 
now you have someone like Doja Cat who's going the opposite way. Because I remember, I remember like a lot. Wait, who was it? Uh, like um, Charlie Gambino came out like famously said, "No, I'm not a rapper. I'm an artist." Like that, getting pigeonholed into the box of a rapper. I don't think there's anything wrong with that person. Like, no, I think rapping like is an art in itself. Like. I've, it is like becoming like quite a cliche thing to say. Like I think mo- like most people in their career get to that stage and they say something along those lines. But like, I think yeah, rap needs to be like respected as like its own art oh, form, really. Yeah, that's true. And for the most part, I feel like it's because of stereotypical ideas of what a rapper is, opposed yeah. to what a rapper yeah. actually is in reality. Where like you've got guys like fucking uh, like what's that guy's name? Little Dicky, he's technically a rapper, but he's like on the comedic yeah. side. Am I old? Who the hell? Oh, I don't even know who that is. It's like white American guy. You know, you know the, the Chris Brown like Change Body song? Uh, um, I woke up in Chris Brown. Uh, <laughs> that, that white guy, like, uh, he is a rapper. Like, even like Charles Gambino. Charles Gambino, a lot of his rapping is like comedic. Yeah. And you have guys who are super serious, like street rappers. And then you've got guys who, let's say, like someone like maybe a few years ago before he went crazy, but like Kanye, like he was in that middle where. He was like his whole thing was, I'm just a normal guy. I like yeah. to rap. Like, I, you can relate to me, and then that led to like J Cole and Drake. You watch normal guys who rap, but, like that's the range of rappers. Like you don't have to be this one. Like you can be super, super alternative or just you know yeah. stereotype if you want to be. That's true. I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with an artist deciding that they want to try something different or something. No. That's so. Like, even when you think about our careers, like, imagine you just stayed a writer making your music for the rest of your life. Like, it's so boring. What's wrong with that? Yeah. I thought you no. loved it. <laughs> I do love it, but, like, you can't do that for the rest of your life. Yeah, no, like, you can do it, but you have to... You have to grow up. But, yeah, but there's, like, I think there's, like, a time and a place to experiment, and, like, some people just aren't there yeah. yet. Like, I think, like, what we said earlier about Digger, like, he's definitely got the potential to... Like, I thought that Energy song, which came out this year, was sick. It was, like, one of his best songs, yeah. but... Like, you, you always need to like perfect your craft first, and then go into yeah. it rather than because otherwise, all the extra curricular like orchestra bells and whistles stuff like it just doesn't mean anything. Like, it doesn't improve the music. It's just like that. Mm. To be fair though, like with Digger, especially like he kicked off the whole Fifty Cent gimmick yeah. in the yeah, UK, and that's that was him. It doesn't feel like experimentation, but it is an experiment yeah. because that's a fraud. It's a like it's a risk. Yeah, it's career because it's like moving away from the sound like and it worked and then it got rinsed out. out by other people yeah and that's that's another like pitfall of experimenting when you try something and everybody else is like oh i'm gonna do it now too because this guy is oh he's experimenting i'm gonna experiment mm-hmm. and then it ends up just becoming like oh, you ruined the whole thing for everybody yeah and that was a risk for digger because you have to realize he did that whole like 50 cent beat Type style and his audience are very young. Yeah. Like they probably don't even they probably know Fifty Cent for creating power. Yeah, That's exactly. How young yeah. Audience are and it actually works. But what's interesting is when we talk about all this music stuff, no one speaks about Central C. And yeah, he's actually like the biggest. He, you know, did, has he experimented out. really? No, he hasn't. He's yeah, he stayed in his lane and also been very smart about jumping on the right sounds. At the right times, like Pink Pan for us, that song like blew him up in this different audience. The sample he used for Doja as well, yeah. and like um, shouting out Doja in that song off is like a whole different lane in America. But like linking up with the right people as well. We're doing that, like we we're talking about 
collab tapes and like um like streaming numbers and stuff doing that Eurovision song on his like last oh, tape okay, with like yeah. all the European people like had he did the same thing last year he did like a collab tape with like opens that audience up for him like almost like become like inevitable that like if you've got if you've like planted all these seeds everywhere like eventually you're gonna blow like I saw somebody say like if you go to Europe if you go to America like Sench is like he's the rapper the UK yeah, rapper like everybody talks yeah. about him like he's like our guy yeah. but I wouldn't necessarily say if you come to the UK and like Ask the person in the street who's their favorite rapper. They're not going to say Central City. Most of them, some the younger ones might. Yeah, the, all the younger ones say because it's all on TikToks and stuff. They either say Central City or Dave. Mm. Yeah. They don't say any other two. But then if you talk about talk to older people, like who would you guys say is your favorite rapper? UK, UK rapper. Pot of paper, probably. Can you guess mine? Oh yeah, Lil Kana. <laughs> oh, you know it's funny. Well, tangent, but I saw. Um, guy he was doing like a rap for like XL Bullies and it I was, saw that yeah, so bad just like yeah. low it was it was low kind of rip off it was, it, was yeah. so funny. it was so funny he was like literally doing it like, it like the dogs the dogs in the background as well like uh, half, no, halfway like, through the dog a, like looks away like oh no if he did that ah uh, I would have said nice low kind of <laughs> all you had to do was just add the ad lib stop yeah. we're gonna get Harvey <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think also about the Central Sea stuff been very clever over the marketing. Um, obviously, when he dropped, was it Wild West? He did the um, collaboration with Cortez, which popped in globally, um, which also did num- um, helped him get the numbers in terms of sales. But that also projects the, the project out to a lot more people, a lot more reach than it might otherwise have without that um, and now marketing push. And he has push. his own mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. brand, which he markets so subtly Channels, but it does they know what well. they're doing, man. That whole uh, YB's, Sanchez, they know what they're doing. Yeah, like, they really know what they're doing. Actually, man. T- Loki touching on that. I was gonna, um, I was telling Harvey on the way here about like it kind of matches, but like the fashion and stuff. Like, you know, K Trap, like him taking off his mask and still being successful. Like, I don't think people talk about that like enough. Like, I feel like a lot of people, if they took off their mask, that, that mystery, like if M100 took off his mask, he would have a hard time staying relevant. Like, like K-Trap has managed to do that. Which to me, I feel like it should be highlighted more. Yeah, I think he, like true. when he took off his mask, he actually like improved as an artist. Yeah. Like I I didn't love, I didn't like love his music before he had the m- mask on. But once, once he took that mask off, I think like it kind of like opened up. And also, I, I think there was something to do with his label as well. Like, he signed a bad deal and he was, like, getting forced to make music that he wasn't particularly interested in making. What's that sound? That sound yeah, in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Can you not hear it? Is it the aircon? The hum? Yeah. I can't lie. I sleep with a fan on, so, like, I... Oh, so you're <laughs> just immune to the sound. Just getting into me and Harvey's face right now. I don't know what that is. Yeah, it must be. It's the hum of the sea, you know what I mean? <laughs> he's not used to it he's a writer legend <laughs> um, but yeah the mask thing speaking of do you think that M. Huncher can take off his mask and still not even still be successful do you think it will help his success no nah. nah. it, it will okay I'm not going to say kill his career but like it will do a lot of like damage yeah I feel like like you always get like maybe every every year there's probably like a, yo M. Huncher uh, 
and Poncho, <laughs> and Poncho mask. Like he, uh, we've spotted him without his mask, and then people are just taking a piss. Yeah, it's true. It's a random Asian guy, and they're like, "Oh, that's him." Yeah, it's true. And I think as well, he's created his mask into like an art form now. Like yeah, no, that's like his thing. It's an identity. Like, it's like an there are some people who like masked up, ballyed up, whatever, and like this, like it's just like not their thing, but like yeah. they just have it kind of thing. But right, like, that is like his whole thing. Like yeah, like same if, as if you take if you took off the mask, like he wouldn't be the same. Like mm-hmm. it, Cause his, that's his brand now. So yeah. Even when you go to like his like release parties and stuff, he'll have like the mask like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that is so cool. Funny though, like I, there was a time in drill when everyone was doing that, like, like everyone's getting a mask because like the whole police thing and stuff like that. But though, like, do you, did you guys not like notice like how everybody was trying to be so different? Like you had guys just using one guy would use a flipping. You see that one where it's like the su- yeah, the that tiny circle, circle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I see that. I saw that one, and then you'd have. Like M Honcha, then you have K Chop is the Bali, then you have um, V9 and uh, the Deadpool, Deadpool one. Yeah. Like everybody, I hate that. I'm sorry, you don't like that one? No, I think that's so cringe. <laughs> sorry, V9, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so cringe. Sorry, who else is masked up now though? Like, Quang has taken, yeah, he took it off one of his colors thing. The only one that I would say is that like, I actually li- actively listen to and still has a value on is Jimmy. Yeah, I like Jimmy. I really like Jimmy. I think he's so underrated. Do you guys listen to Jimmy? Nope. Somewhat. No, I thought you would have been into him. No? What's the reasoning behind that? I don't know. Just like real rap kind of sound. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I think Jimmy's really underrated. But yeah, other than that, like I don't know who else is wearing a Bali outfit or a mask. I feel like if you come onto the scene now wearing a Bali, you're not going to get... It's been done, like... Yeah. yeah. And it's bad for marketing as well. Yeah, obviously. You like can't, people like want to be like personable. Like yeah. people want to like know the person. Like if you're that like air of mysteries, like of course that can still work for some people, but like most people want to actually know the people. Like they want to see your TikTok. They want to see you. Like bro, like when you see Heady one flipping doing day in the lives, that should tell you everything about like where yeah. he's, he's heading to, yeah. artistry he's heading to. Unless they do it in a clever way, which I think M Hunter has done creating that into like an art form. But speaking of into the fashion side of the world. I'm sure Jesse has a lot to say. Oh, no, no. Yeah, because he's been, <laughs> he's been writing an article for, for the past three years. No, <laughs> past, past week and a bit. To be honest, though, wait, actually, let me... Nah, I'll do it on my phone. I'll get it on my phone. Yeah, got a little article coming out about... It is... Title, working title. Have you heard of these UK... Rappers, trainer collabs, UK rappers who didn't know had trainer collabs. I just, you know, so bring something new to the to the mixtape madness, you know, to the, to the website. Just freshen that. up a bit. We love that. And who did you feature? I featured. Uh, are you like? Are you all into trainers? I'll be real. Mm-hmm. You don't hear my voice much after this. Because <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, though, like when I was going, when I was doing the research for it, one is fucking hard to just like Google and find some reason like no one has ever done this no one's ever documented mm-hmm. just the amount of uk rappers that i had china collabs but beyond that as well like there's not that many there's really not that many so like i've got you've got ksi the adidas forum i've never seen that i haven't seen that either i haven't seen and that we should have a visual aid, that's what i'm saying i've <laughs> never seen that it's never. wait actually you know what let me you know let me do this i'm gonna drop all of them in the group KSI, adidas forum. but which one do you rate the most I can't imagine that shoe. Do you, do you know? Oh, you can imagine it because it's it's very like you you 
you see it and then immediately go, yes, that's a KSI type of shit. I was gonna say no anyway, offense. Speaking of even KSI when you when you find that shoe, um, he's number two on the Forbes list of digital creators. Yeah, that's crazy. That's so crazy in the world. Yeah, that's that's prime. Okay, like prime's just like completely taken over. They've got so many good um, sponsorships. That like Arsenal sponsor, Bayern well, Munich, Barcelona, yeah, everywhere. Are you still looking for new shoes? No, I'm still there. I'm still there. So you can really? see which ones are the KSI ones. Yeah. The first ones. Yeah. I actually have seen them, you know. Is they're it horrible. They are fucking disgusting. <laughs> but it's the Velcro so though. I can't do... so right though. They are such a KSI. Like you, you can like imagine like this is like... Yeah. And then the second ones are Dizzy, Tongue in Cheek. They're nice, naive. I, I, like I like them. Yeah, I like them. Very bad. nice. Very expensive. Don't ever try in your life and think you can get them. How much like, are they? Wait, what are they? They're Dizzy and who? It's not uh, Dizzy Tongue in Cheek. It was for his LP that came out in like 2005 ish. Were they so. limited to? Were I think they, the first one. Sale? The first one was 2005, and I was at MS 180, and then this one is the second one, I believe, and that's MS 90, and that was 2009. For a 2009 shoe, though, and what we were wearing back then was very cool. Bro, this, this is, is actually very cool. Yeah, 60, it's like on brown right now. I, mean? I think it was 60. Well, this is the theme with the night shoes. It was 60 pairs that they released, which is like. That's not even. That's basically most of them are going to his friends, mm. type shit. Oh yeah. But yeah. So, that, but even with the tiny tempo ones at the bottom, the blazers, those are sixty as well. But how they did that was a uh, they did like a scavenger hunt, which, funny enough, like to me, that's like really ahead of its time. Mm. Like, that's something that you saw, you see, like someone like Cortez do, or, like this that type of gorilla marketing. But that that was done in what like mid twenty tens type stuff. So, yeah. So like they did a scavenger hunt, like different locations around London. And then it was on Twitter, like to get fans engaged and stuff like that. But that was sixty pairs. Just a just a word on them prices. There's only like four on the internet, and they're between three and a half k and five and a half k. There's only one only one size one size in stock for each that are listed. But this is the thing though, like Dizzy, like especially with his shoes, like he was a pioneer. Like you can't give all it away, but like read the article, guys. It's coming out soon. Like read the article. It's gonna no no it's done it's done it's done. Like, Jesse, like, guys, just so everyone knows Jesse has been saying this to me since the start of September. <laughs> yeah, but you know, man, you're trying to do some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then, then you've got the Stormzy Adidas. What was this uh, horrible thing? I don't know. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> what is that? I, I was reminds me of them like ZX Fluxes. Yeah, like the, 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 I used to wear them. The, was it oh, oh I, bro, um, Boxing Day, I did ask Westfield. I used to love them. Oh, I couldn't get enough. <laughs> I could not get enough, bro. I bought, I bought one with like a, like a snowflake on them. Bro, I was buying Jesse. nonsense. Jesse. Bro, you can't have an what? orgasm on the back <laughs> Oh, I can't. That's a, that's a normal sound for me, still. So. I, I can't like, I just make sound like that. Jesse, that sound is insane. <laughs> <laughs> you can cut that, cut that, cut that. Cut that, cut that, cut that. Cut that, cut that. Cut that out. That's getting cut. That is getting cut. I'm sorry, I'm looking at Bro, nostalgia, nostalgia is a powerful thing. It took me back to back in the day. No, but seriously, though, like. Bro, them fluxes must have done something. <laughs> bro, no, 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 bro, I remember like, I think my first, like, uh, my first Instagram post was instead of fluxes. Like, uh, Jesse, I love you. Picture on the train, it was me, had them loud like that. So. <laughs> I used to, no, I used to. I used to have a pet to be fun. All the time. 
I was about to check the body. It's weird though now. Like, I'm not really like Adidas. Adidas. Nah, Adidas had like, like a fell off. Really? Come on, man, guys, grow up, man. We're grown here, man. Get over it, get over it, get over it. Let's keep it moving. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. He's actually crying. Bro, delete that. Delete that. Come on. Stop deleting. Come on, sorry, Jesse. If I have to delete myself, I'm going to delete it. Just get delete it. I'm going to wake up and be a meme, bro. Like, no. I just finished. No, you know, it wasn't even that bad. It was just fast. I'm just going to be Harvey from now on, like. Like, no one's seen my face. They don't know who I am, so I'm going to delete all my socials. You're going to be Harvey. You're Harvey's the most out here kind of guy. Is that what you just said? No, I was like, you know what? I'm chatting. Don't even listen to me. Don't even listen to me. I'm fried. Yeah. Incriminating yourself. Let's grab your shovel, bro. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. We're talking about the shoes, bro. Guys, just if anybody that listens to the, listens to this, just go read the article. It's coming out. I promise you, it's going to be so sick. I swear to God. Can't wait. Does anyone keep up with like the fashion weeks or anything like that? Can't I? No. It's not like not really like my type of. Um, yeah, I'm more streetwear than <laughs> fashion. Really, it's always yeah. better. Over the top. But Skepta did that. Yeah, Skepta the main one. That looks sick. To be fair. Yeah, that looked really good. Right, how much he's selling in his stuff for? The forty-five bag umbrella. Yeah, it's funny. The yeah. umbrella. Yeah. For thirty-five thousand pounds. Shameless plug. I told the kill to post that. That was me. I saw. I saw on Twitter. Yeah, I was like, oh, this will be good. Didn't really do much on the socials, but. No, but it all showed us. We were talking about it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's that's like a full circle moment for him to have. Like how when that I wasn't conscious of like what was going on back in the day when that uh, what's his name again. Dex, is it Dex? The guy in the video. Dex the Freak. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Dex in it, yeah. Fun what? fact, I actually met him um, out in a bar in Murcia, in Spain. That's so random. Mm-hmm. He's playing pool with his missus. Yeah, of course that's random. Just the usual. Yeah, it's just a standard. No, no pavement uh, wake-up spot. Like right, mate. But you should have said, "Yo, bring us." No, so my mate, my mate was like a, a real big fan, so you got like a, a photo with him. But I, I can't lie; I, I didn't really know who he was at the time. Mm. I only mean, really knew who he was afterwards. This is like what 2019, 2020. So that's the worst. You meet someone famous, you don't, you kind of know who they are, but you don't really know who they are. Yeah. I oh, you probably won't know because it's football, innit? but I remember in year five, we were, we were coming back from you know, like when you go on that week to Wales or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. It was a service station and we stopped and it was um it was a Blackburn team. The, the Blackburn team were all there. Because I was I was loving football and I knew I knew Robbie Savage, but I didn't know like who he was. I just knew him from like PSP and playing FIFA. And I was like, no, Robbie Savage, there. let me go shake his hand. Come to find out he's the biggest. He's so nice. like I genuinely despise him. Like <laughs> but as a child, I was like, yeah, let me go shake his hand. Even even like David Cameron, like I met the, I, I told you guys like last week, I met David Cameron. Before I just thought this guy is on the TV. I'm seeing him now in real life. I've got to shake his hand. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to. Come to find out he's one of the worst people in the process. Yeah, yeah. Just meeting some great people. What <laughs> 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 can I say, man? I tried best energy, the worst energy. Speaking of football. What are you thinking of? Yeah, go go teams. <laughs> 
Um, right, first game, Aston Villa Brighton. I've got to say, I'm a Brighton fan. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested to know people's opinions. Um, at Villa or Bri- at Brighton? Yes, at Villa. 12.30 kickoff. I like. I like Villa. I like Mr. Diaby. I like Ollie Watkins. Mm-hmm. Luca Dean's good f- from the back getting assists. But Brian, I was actually at. I'm a Bournemouth fan. Um, I was actually at Brian Bournemouth last week. Second half, um, when Matoma and Anti Fatty came on, I thought they were really quality. Just controlled the game. I think. I think they might be on course for a top four finish this year. Top four, yeah. So I. Uh, no, I, see, I, I reckon without Europa League, yes. No, but if you if, if you if Brighton come <laughs> out of Jesse, if, if Brighton come out no. of Europa League early, then you've I got think. a deep. Yeah, everyone's talking about. Oh yeah, Brighton could do it, bro. Whenever you like, Brighton are one of those teams where people don't watch them week in week out, so you don't get the scrutiny. Let's say like a, a United or Arsenal, or Liverpool get. If Brighton were that good, they would have got top four. Like you, if you look at the table, mm-hmm. you're finishing what seventh? You're finishing positions because there's games where that are not on TV that yeah. people don't see and you're not you're not sparkling the same way. Yeah, but all means, bro, they're not there yet. But progression, bro. If you look at the progression, but it's this the thing. A lot of teams like come up and like, have those. Oh yeah, they've broken into Europe. Are they going to be the ones to break into the the big six and stuff like that? Unless you've got the money behind you, unless you've got like not even yeah it's, it is just the money like you have to be able to sustain it mm-hmm. so like a team like Newcastle when Newcastle break into the top six with the Saudi man like it's like yeah okay cool yeah, you know they're probably going to stay because even if they flop they can like they've got the money to get back the money up there, there yeah. Yeah. like yeah, if yeah. Brighton don't hit on the next couple of transfers like they're back mm-hmm. to like whatever they were like which was fighting to stay up in the Premier League or it's a very risky model the, the way the way the Brighton have got like Caicedo looks like an overpay mm-hmm. right now. McAllister kind of looks like an overpay right now. With like Cucurella was fraud. Cucurella, like, like the, the amount of money they can pull back in, like if they, I like obviously if you look at people who have the, this kind of model, like Southampton did it, yeah, Southampton kept did it. Kept pretty much to Liverpool and get money and then rebuying. Like there will come a point where you, you don't hit. Even, but, like, even beyond like I think I think the squad that Brighton have now and the money they can also spend to regenerate it. Like, I think they're in a really good position to challenge at least. Even, even like, it's not necessarily buying to sell that type model, but like, if you look at like Wolves, when Wolves came up, they came up from the championship and went straight into European places because they were being, I wouldn't, not financially dope, but like, they had the, the, the resources of an agent, a super yeah. agent, George Mendes, and he was just slapping players that shouldn't have been at Wolves. Yeah. But then eventually, he starts giving you trash. Like, when you go from um, Ruben Neves and Jalmatinho, you end up with guys like Fabio Silva. He can't score to save his life. Like those, mm. like, e- like everybody has their window and you have to take it. And most likely this is just going to be like a fun moment. Where, okay, Brian, we went, we had Europe for the first time and then this and that. Because like the players won't stay forever. No. And, as you, and as you've seen, like, Players want to go. They will. No. But for this season, like I'm, I, I agree with you that like I don't think it's going to be a forever thing. They're not going to be like perennial top four. Candidates. I'd love it. I'd love it. I'd but love it I think I think this season they've got a real chance. I don't think United. I think United are in disarray. I don't think Chelsea aren't there yet. I think Newcastle will struggle to compete Champions League and Premier League. They've been inconsistent so far. Mm. 
Um, I think this is like a real window opportunity for them to get in there. I mean, the last thing I'm going to say on Brighton is, although we've sold a lot of players for a lot of money, we haven't really seen much of a return on the money that we've had invested into the club as such. Caicedo money, we have our record transfer is 30 million. Jao Pedro, like maybe an Ansi, the Ansi Fatty loan, may, okay, that's going to cost us, what, 8 million probably over the season. But we haven't really seen the money, so we've got we've got reserve capital there. But in terms of um, this weekend's fixtures as well, there's a big game in Tottenham Liverpool. What's thoughts on Tottenham Liverpool? I think I think Tottenham. <laughs> yeah, Jesse's Arsenal fan, so like. Right, hang on, can I just can I just ask Hibber for a quick prediction for Tottenham Liverpool? <laughs> um, <coughs> to, to who? <laughs> <laughs> To Liverpool. To Liverpool. Who's going to score for Liverpool? That guy. <laughs> that guy. That guy, that guy, guy. with the ball. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I think uh, Spurs, um, I, didn't, I didn't actually get to catch the North London derby last week because I, um, I was at the Brighton-Bournemouth game. Um, it feels like, from what I've heard, it feels like Arsenal kind of threw it away slightly. Um, they had the opportunity to win. But I think what Ange Postacoglu has done at Spurs has been really impressive so far. It's made the Harry Kane transition quite as seamless. Um, I think everyone kind of thought that Spurs were going to be like a rebuilding team, kind of similar to Chelsea this year. But they have hit the ground running. James Madison's looked really good. Um, and yeah, there's just been a lot of change there. But I think... I think the way he's got them playing. I also really like Destiny Adogi. I think he's a quality player. Um, I think I think they're going to beat Liverpool. I think Liverpool have too much going on at the back at the moment. I think it's the opposite. Really? I feel like Spurs, Spurs, I'm not going to like handle Liverpool going full tilt. Like They've just got too much. They've just got way too much in attack. And that's, it's funny, speaking to my Liverpool friends, like they've, Liverpool now have kind of done the full... 360 where wherever the flipping number is where when Klopp first came they couldn't defend but their attack was insane and then they got in Virgil van Dijk they got in um, Alisson they got in Robertson and they built that team where it was like okay now our defence is just insane that you're not going to score against us but now our attack is just even more insane and now they've gone back to where the defence is shaky but their attack is still just I just think I just think Liverpool every game give like give away like two or three like big chances mm-hmm. and I think I think Spurs at home especially I think they might sneak it. Maybe However, though, like Liverpool's record of coming from behind ridiculous this season. They've they've gone behind in virtually every most games they've played and they've still come. So I'm gonna make the bold prediction that Tottenham are gonna go one 0 up and Liverpool will turn it around and win two one. I can't like, I, like, same as ever. Like I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I can't lie, like, of course I'm an Arsenal fan, but like, not to say what Spurs are, are doing is not impressive because I do respect like where they've come from. Like, I can't imagine. Like, when I was, when I was telling Quarles in the chat, yo, you man are watching soft football and you guys are just taking it. Like, like Conte football, ass, can't watch that. But to, now you're playing good football, but like, playing good football and being a good team are two different things. Mm-hmm. And it's not a matter of ifs and should have, like, but in that game of Arsenal, like, if. Easy scores his goal. It's done. Like that game is done. Spurs are not coming back 2-0. And even then, like, people are, are high on Spurs for a draw. Like, 
I don't, I don't, that's one point. We didn't get three points. You didn't win. The game was still, like, even with Arsenal losing their star midfielder, Declan Rice came in for a half time. Even with, like, the goal you scored, the second equaliser was what? Jorginho messing about. Of course, you could say Arsenal's goals were uh, on goal and then a penalty and stuff like that. But, like, to me, this isn't an Arsenal team that's hitting on, like, they're not free, like, purring. Like, they're still trying to figure out their new system, new players, stuff like that. And Spurs, for the most part, like, they, they look competent and they did, they started playing some good football. I will admit, I will admit that. But, like, I just don't think they're there yet. But then again, I don't I don't think Liverpool are there yet, either, though. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. We're, well, we'll be doing our football predictions out tomorrow. We've got going up against Merkage Dave, a uh, big legend of the UK scene, really. He's done, done his predictions as well, so check that out. Be out tomorrow morning. Back in now, yeah, of course. Thank you. That was very interesting. Sorrowful. I enjoyed all of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I respect football. You guys go hard for your team. See, but the thing, <laughs> <with> football, <laughs> yes, <laughs> well, like, football, football is such like a big sport where it's like you can be engaged on so many different levels. Like, yeah, like you can just be engaged from the fashion aspect of it, like the yeah. kits. Oh, that's nice. Or I know a lot of girls they engage because oh, that guy's oh, he's beautiful. Who's he? They watch for that. A lot of people watch just because it's a social thing, you know. Like yeah, and I love things like the World Cup. Well, World Cup is great. No, hundred percent. They're so good. What was the What was the Euro one? The Euros. The Euros. <laughs> 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 the Euros. That's coming up. Uh, yeah, next, year. next summer. That's next summer. That one was so good as well. Yeah, <laughs> bro, it's, yeah. One, it's one of those things. Yeah, like what's the Euros one? She says when you live in like the UK, yeah, like there's not much to get excited about year round but like especially during like World Cup Euro season when England are playing the nation just seems to like yeah like bosses yo have a day off go go to the pub and have a drink yeah until you lose the host country is sad they're blaming my boy like he was the only one that flipping Mr. Penny that was horrible that was a dark dark time man I still I still don't want him on Penny bro I ordered late ticket Penny who which one is Saka Oh, yeah. I don't care what that was. Sancho, bro, that guy's making 350k and he doesn't want to cut the training. What? <laughs> yeah, Rashford. He had a good PR from feeding the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Anyone else want to say any final words before we wrap up? No, nah, it's just good stuff. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, nah, like, if you actually look at the time, we've been talking for no, bare no, long. No, no. Um, bare long. What have, what's what's long everyone been... What's everyone been listening to? Oh, week? yes. Actually, you should learn that. Um, I haven't been listening to anything new, but I've been in my house bag recently. House? Really? Yeah. House, house bag, yeah. Yeah, literally. But not like the proper house, like the smooth house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. Like them Soho house. Mm. House. <laughs> <music>. <laughs> Soho house. I was at Soho. You at Soho house. House music. Yeah. yeah. Basically. Joe? Um, so, I make a playlist every month, so... It's just like different stuff. Be listening to Heady 1K Trap album. Prof's new single, In The House. Really like that one. Um, Nines of Daily Duppy, I thought was sick. Was that I, good? I really enjoyed it's it. It's bad, I haven't even listened to that, you know. Yeah. Um, and then Bex has got a new single out called Check, which I really like, produced by Oscar World Peace. Okay. 
um, what else? And also, I got um, Crop Circle Free album as well what? early. Ooh, <laughs> review that, review it? next week. So look, but I, that's actually I was I was worried that it was too soon after Crop Circle too, but it's actually really good. Is it? Yeah. I was thinking it it was too. I saw the announcement that it might have been too soon, but. No one, not even no one likes that tape. It was a very underwhelming tape. The one before. Well, crop Circle 2. 2, sorry, yeah. Um, yeah, it did come and go quite quickly, but. Yeah. Like, no one mentions that album as, like, all that project as, like, one of the best projects that come out this no, year. No, definitely not. Like, it's very forgettable. I think, yeah, I think this one's actually better than Crop Circle 2, which surprised me. What are you listening to, Harvey? People aren't sat in a fucking corridor. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, um, you could always trust me to come up with something probably different to what you've heard of. Um, but um, my main rinse and repeat right now is the new Frankie Stewart and Harvey Gunn album. Yeah, I've been listening to that as well. Yeah, who is it? Frankie, Frankie Stewart, Stewart and Harvey, Harvey Gunn. Gunn. Obviously, I'm from Brighton. It's like honestly, like he's speaking English. Like Frankie Boo and Frankie. They're both from Brighton. Like Harvey Gunn is like the producer. Frankie Stewart's a rapper. I think Harvey Gunn is actually sick. Like Probably some of the best so underrated producer. He's yeah, his, his, he's 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 arguably um, like very strong. A uh, single called No Idea with Bow Wow. Yeah. Unbelievable track. It's kind of get, but the whole project it's it's different. There's like garage influences, jungle influence, D and B rap. Like it's got a lot. Um, so that's what What's I'm. Name again? Frankie, Frankie Stewart and Harvey Gum. Chemistry's flowing. But yeah, but Jesse, I can't lie. Um, you say like you're out there. Like I'm not out there, but like it's not anything current I listen to like a lot of old music mm -hmm. so like what I've got saved this is why I, was, I actually did this in my last interview like I'm gonna start it's my signature so nobody else do it but when I see anybody do it I'm gonna beat you up <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like I, what's it called um, I'm doing this thing where I ask artists what's the, the last three songs you've got saved on your Spotify or Apple Music because like to me if you save the song that means you actually like like it and like that's the last one you want to hear in it yeah. so last I'd say the songs that the three songs that I've been playing a lot this week uh, Around the Way Girl, LL Cool J. Um, this song by, it's like a remix, isn't it? Of that freestyle with Bossman Birdie, Jamie, and Big H by Oxlade. Oh, no, sorry, Oakland. I saw it on TikTok. It's called Nike Air Dunks. Bang. And then, Parching Wah, I've actually been banging out a lot. A lot. Cold. Nice little George Smith album came out today as well. Listen yeah, yeah. to that on the way here. It's actually decent. I thought. I haven't listened to it yet. I'm gonna listen to that on the way home. I can't lie. A clear soul drop today as well. Again, bro, like she got like two weeks ago. <laughs> bro, back. bro, I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> like she's relentless. Yeah. yeah, she is, but she's amazing. But yeah, I haven't, haven't listened to that yet. But uh, new music from uh, Hibba's best friend as well, Ed Sheeran. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's it? What you dropped? Yeah. What album? I don't know if it's the album or just a single. I think it might be the whole collaboration project. Yeah, Autumn Variations out today. Oh, it's not actually a collaboration product. Um, but he basically, for that album, he um, recorded each different song in like a fan's house. He pulled up at like a fan's house, recorded a song in the house, and then added it to the album. Jesse does not look impressed by that. <laughs> no, I'm like, yo, what are you doing in my house? Get out of there, man. Say <laughs> 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 so you want to come record in my house. Ed Sheeran, though, that's cool, no? Imagine Ed Sheeran wants to record in your house. Oh, wait, how does he... I swear there's like a thing where... 
if you record something in somebody's studio, they get like points on the record. Like they they get a cut of it, like where it's recorded. It has to be agreed. I was listening to no, f- no, no. That, sorry, that's the way it's like they own the record. If oh, it's really? recorded in like if you if I go like not to say uh, Emmanuel owns this podcast, but like because we rec- I don't know if it works for podcast, but like I know if you record in a studio that where it's recorded, the person that they own the master, the master recorded and stuff like that. I don't know. Sorry, I think oh. it has to be agreed or something. Something has to agreed from be, be agreed first. I don't know. If that's me, I'm definitely hot. Because I know when I was listening to that 50 Cent book, he when he was making, I think it was Get Rich or Die Trying. Um, he thanks Harvey. I reckon you're producer. Yes, producer. Harvey. Um, uh, he offered the guy who owned the studio points, mm-hmm. but the guy wanted 50 grand. I'm literally gonna give you one point for this album. And he was Wait, like, what album no, was I it? want the 50k. It was, I think it was Get Rich. Like, no, I fucking way. I could be wrong. Actually, but, no, was, but, the, but anyway, the project went on to make millions. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I'm thinking about at the time, I don't think 50 was that guy. Like, I think I remember reading that, watching that like, he had an album that was meant to come out before mm. and that got scrapped. Get Richard I try and was that's his debut, but it was like people were like half and half in him. So like I can understand why. I can't I understand why, but that risk. was his friend or something. Oh, it was his friend. Yeah, and he just wanted the fifty k. I would have taken the point, but then back then no one really understood like royalties and points and all of that. Yeah. Now we understand. Some people understand. Some people still don't. I mean, I'm still trying to understand. I I don't get, it, but all I know is just like. Whenever someone offers you something, probably you should probably reject it. Yeah. Reject it first and get somebody that actually knows to like go over it and see it. Research, yeah. Literally. Oh, fantastic. We've been talking yeah. for an hour and one minute. You know, just like, not to copy the Joe Biden podcast, but how they used to do Could we do like, a, like, so, like our selections or like things of the week at the end, like play, for them, it. play them? What, like, oh, outro? No, we can't play it. Can't play it. I swear you can play, like, 30 seconds or, or like, under... No. Uh, Just get copyrighted, and then the whole thing will come to Spotify. Spotify. Say you swear. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I ain't listening in a couple of years, but I remember that's what they used to, they used to like, do, like, their songs every week. I know, but that's mm-hmm. him, and You probably can pay for that. On Spotify? No. Nah. Mm-hmm. But uh. you can't, you can't, literally. We thought it was, like, 30 seconds, this and that, like, you can't play any bit of the song. Literally. What if you rap them? I was like, so... But no, wait, you guys do the uh, Frankie Stu and um, well, other guy. Well, well, together, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can be Frankie Stu. You can be. <laughs> um, oh, anyone want to plug anything? Um, anything coming out? Yeah, yeah, listen to this podcast every Friday. Follow us on. Social. I don't even think we said what it's called. It's called. With uh, that being said, and we can end it there. We are so bad. Do that on Spotify. Uh, give us five on stars on no, no, Spotify. Yeah, yeah. It's on all platforms, not just Spotify. Oh, sweet. All, all platforms. platforms. I knew that. Right, yeah, give us five stars, Spotify, Spotify Apple Music. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Send us your music. Send yeah, send us questions. Send us your products. Yes, products. I love <laughs> products. <laughs> I'm trying to get endorsements out of Trainers, why not? Why not? A lot of products. And yeah, thanks, guys. With that being said, see you later. See you later.